Hey everybody, and thanks for listening to Starting a Record Label. This week, I'm having my wife, Angela Smith, on to talk about uh, how this year went. And it's only fitting because, obviously, she was in the first episode. And just like the first episode, we talk about how she feels about the record label. Kind of how uh, we saw it at the beginning of the year, what she thinks has gone well, and you know what she might be a little bit scared of still. So, it's been almost a year. I mean, it'll probably be a year at the end of January or February 1st, and uh, it's been crazy. Obviously, because I started it all in the beginning of the year, and then all this crazy year happened, 2020. And uh, while there have definitely been some failures, there's been some accomplishments and some unintended consequences and some some weird things I just I just didn't expect. Let's talk. I want to, before before we get into the interview with Angie, um, talk about some of the failures and whatnot. Um, you know. Basically, I wanted my biggest one is that you know, I wanted to have a band signed by September. Um, that's just something that I wanted to have done, and and while you know it's while I, I kept pushing things off, thinking that like the coronavirus thing was going to get better faster, and uh, I kind of should have should have known that that wasn't going to be the case. And so that's that's why I consider that a failure, because you know even though. I should have assumed, you know, that wouldn't happen by September. I kept kind of thinking that it, it could be a possibility still. So, no. Um, also, not having enough batched content for uh, for the weeks. Uh, there's been quite a few where, you know, I got sick and we didn't have some for a few weeks. Or, you know, a week here and a week there. And uh, I've tried to kind of, like, keep those not very often. But it still happens. Last week it happened. So, uh, you know, when I don't have enough batched content, you know, I don't want to just be throwing something up there that's going to, like, fill the space. It's not always fun, and it's not always good, <laughs> you know, like someone knows listen to it. So, yeah, so those are my, I feel like those are, like, my two mains, you know, obviously not signing the band and not having enough batched content for this. Um, yeah. Some accomplishments. I mean, I talked to a ton of great people. Uh, not only people that I've known before, but people that I didn't know. Uh, Larry Livermore. That was pretty crazy to have him on and have him uh, be so willing to talk about what went on with his label, uh, Lookout Records, and some things that, you know, maybe I could learn from that. So that was kind of crazy. Uh, other accomplishments is, hey, dude, I've, I've actually convinced quite a few bands to send me requests to sign to the label. I mean, it's actually quite a lot uh, to go through. And, you know, it's very humbling. And I'm and I'm actually happy because I was kind of scared to be like, there's not going to be anybody that's going to be interested. No, there was a ton. So like, it was great. Um, still trying to find that, you know, that band that I think is going to be the first band on the label. And uh, if you've submitted some stuff, I'm listening to all of it. And I may not have gotten back to you yet or I might not think like it might be a good match or I might not think it's a good match just right now yeah so um let's talk about some weird things I didn't expect um I didn't expect live streaming concerts to actually kind of take off and I don't know if they've necessarily taken off but I do think people are like trying to support the artists they like by watching these live stream concerts um, I'm really wondering how long that can last or how many of those you can do because there's a there's you know a given rule that you can't you shouldn't be playing the same market or the same area uh, more than once every three months 
and uh, I know I know people do it and some people are successful at doing it but you know if you start playing certain areas whether it even be your hometown or wherever else so often people aren't gonna generally show up every single time and since live streams are worldwide I'm really wondering like how long before you oversaturate that audience that's willing to pay for the ability to watch you play <laughs> so at the end of the year here kind of wondering what's going to happen to that or how long that's going to last uh, another weird thing i did not expect having to deal with uh some people like turning them down um some people were very persistent uh, uh just you know i didn't prepare for having to deal with with them and still trying to be like super kind like some people were not willing to uh, fill out the, the full survey and submit it and they uh, definitely messaged me to let me know that they didn't want to fill out the whole survey or the whole submit thing to where i'd put like hey put your facebook put your instagram put your youtube um some people were not willing to have a zoom meeting with me as a band and uh you know and that's fine i guess that's kind of i don't know if they listen to the podcast at all but i mean obviously if we can't do that then it doesn't make sense to move forward <laughs> and like you know i kind of was talking to my wife the other day and uh it's like you know sometimes dealing with some of these people like i really feel like it's almost best to ghost them but i can't like i, I really need to like hey you know let's talk about this a little bit i want to be as kind as possible and be as straightforward as possible like i know this might sound mean or it might sound jerky, but I just need to be 100% honest, and it's it's going to be hard. And I'm sure, uh, I'm sure, like talking to people, like saying, "Hey, I'm not interested in this," or, or "Hey, I'm, I'm I you know I like this, but I don't think it's the right fit." You know, I I'm sure it's going to be only more and more of that as this goes along. But yeah, it's someone that's kind of has a hard time with dealing with that. You know, that's something I didn't expect, but I should have expected. Other than that, I'm looking forward to this next year. You know, it's, it seems pretty exciting. Hopefully this coronavirus thing is gonna like kind of pan out. I'm really hopeful. By the way, do me a favor. If you like the podcast, please subscribe. Obviously, if you haven't subscribed, please do so. Uh, you can do that on any podcast platform. I mean, you got Podbean, Spotify, there's you know, a billion podcasts, things. You know. And also, if you're in a band that's interested, obviously head over to nottodayrobot.com and submit for your band. I mean, I'm, I'm still accepting stuff, and if, as soon as we sign the first band, I'm still going to be accepting bands. Just uh, just so that I can, you know, look forward to the future. You know, obviously the first year is going to be one band, but, you know, if it goes really, really well, and uh, I have the energy and ability to add another one, heck, dude, we'll do it. So, like I said before... This week we're having on my wife, Angie, to talk about how we think this year went. And like before, I kind of tricked her into it by taking her out to coffee and then being in the car. It might be a little bit noisy. I apologize for it being noisy. You should be able to hear everything, though. Anyway, without further ado, Angela Smith. Sure, Brad. <laughs> you know it's illegal to record somebody without their knowledge. Yeah, you're my wife, though, so... <laughs> oh, so then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> All right, so you were scared I was going to, like, go crazy and spend a ton of money. Yes. You didn't quite understand the plan. I do not understand the plan. <laughs> I still do not. I did okay. not. I do not. But it's okay. I think the podcasts are cool. 
I know I need to listen to all of them. But... Yeah, because I just had two bands on there that I was interested in possibly signing. I should listen. To you should probably listen. <laughs> but I have enjoyed some of the bands you've been like listening to that have su- submitted their stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really cool ones. Um, There's actually, there's a ton from overseas and I kind of like, like I would really, really love to have the first band be like closer to me. And then on top of it, like, okay, so I'm all right with it being not so close. I'm okay with it being in the continental U.S. Well, we can move. Oh yeah. Um, (laughs) What taxes? You're just going to move over. (laughs) You're going to move wherever we go. I'm just kidding. Nah. I just well, worried about like whatever things are, I'm going to run into, you know, like taxes wise or what. There's so much garbage I have to jump through now, like hoops, you know, so it's kind of. Because we're in California. Well, not just California, but well, yeah, yeah. Well, mainly because we're in California. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously the coronavirus thing slowed everything down. I really want or want to sign a band like by the, you know, the beginning of the year almost. I don't know if that's going to happen because I just really want to kind of get moving on. What will signing a band mean? How much does that cost? How much does it cost? <laughs> um, oof. I mean, it all depends. Like, I don't want to just go willy-nilly spending money on things, but they're going to need, depending on how far away they are from me, they're going to need probably their own setup if they don't have it, like for video recording and, and whatnot. And then if they're far enough away, like... They're going to be recording themselves, or maybe I'll be flying out to them and recording. It all depends. You know, just It's just weird. That's why I want the first band to be closer to me, so it's not such a big big deal. Yeah, because if you go overseas, you know you're taking me. <laughs> Happy honeymoon. By the way, I'm going to record this band. Honeymoon? Anniversary, I mean. <laughs> I was like, we're way past that. <laughs> Well, it was a replacement honeymoon for okay. <laughs> for going to Branson, Missouri. Hey, it was a nice gift. <laughs> I feel like this guy's peeing. <laughs> but he's not. Yeah, he does. But he's peeing. <laughs> he's got the stance. Yeah. <laughs> so rehashing the plan, okay? And I should probably... It's probably good because I told you the other day about the, the person that was like, well, I don't understand, you know, when they had submitted to be in on the record label. And then when I tried to have a podcast with them, they were not really willing to do it the way that I wanted to do it. And so I definitely, and they were mad because I didn't, they didn't understand what I was trying to do. Had they listened to the podcast, obviously they'd know a little bit better, but so yes, basically, and let me, let me try to formulate this to run through. Is this a question for me? No, it's really kind of just stating it. Oh, okay. okay. That's fair. The, That's the, fair. the, the plan. The plan. Yeah. We're rehashing, oh, okay. rehashing the plan. The plan is I want to sign a band to my record label that is willing to, to do a lot of video and online content and not just release music. And when they release music, I think that we really need to play into the more singles format. Not saying we can't release albums or like package them together as an album and release that or do albums in the future. I'm saying right now, I want a band that's going to do a lot of video content and online marketing and record singles 
and release them probably bi-monthly. And I'm willing to record, mix, master, blah, 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 pay for all of that, as well as kind of get them up and running with their own video content and help them video edit, etc. with that. Providing equipment, paying for releases in the future, possible merch, but that's kind of what I want to do for the band. So the big cost side of that mm-hmm. is probably going to be the studio time. If they're a far away band, they would probably be recording themselves. Mm-hmm. And I don't know... See, it's a really hard thing where like, they may not want me to record them, which you know would be free, but whatever. Uh, so they would then probably have to hire whoever they're going to hire to record their stuff, which would be more likely if they'd be better. It'd be better if they just recorded themselves. And I could mix and master, or they could mix and master, blah, blah, blah. So that's going to be probably quite a bit of money for that. But you probably wouldn't be picking a band that that would be the case. I don't want to pick a band that's far away, but I feel like my options are very small. Like, if I pick a band that's in Southern California. I mean, you'd figure, like, the options would be a lot larger. But a band that's going to be interested in the label, it's just... I feel like the options are small. A band that I like, that's interested in the label, that has, like, a similar vision to mine, that pretty much the old music industry is, like, burned down to the ground. There's no way to revitalize that. We kind of have to run with what we have and forge something new. Like, I don't think there's many bands right now that really think that. I think they're forced to... I think they're really forced because of quarantine to do a lot of stuff online. But I think as soon as that gets lifted, they're all going to be fighting to do, you know, touring and stuff again. I'm not not sure. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I wanted them to do a lot more video content, like silly videos. Like at the beginning of 2000, when Blink-182 was huge, they were doing like tons of crazy silly things. Um... And they did a lot of videos. Like, they would record a lot of it and put it on their website. And you you never watched it, obviously. But, like, I did and a bunch of other people did. And, like, it helped, like, their fan base. Like, it was just crazy weird. Like, that that was kind of, like, something that they did way ahead of the time. And we're like, I kind of want bands to do that now. That's going to be a hard thing to convince bands to be able to do or to want to do. Because of the time. I think the time. with the video. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I help with everything. In fact, I want to get them, like, a video set up. That would be the only other thing that's kind of going to be maybe a little bit of money. It'd be, like, if they don't have a computer, which I'm sure they probably do, that has the ability to to do video editing. I want to build them one or make them one. Um, And then... Oh. And there's a fire truck. Okay, it's not going to our house. (laughs) But... So, like, one of the things that might cost money would be building them a setup. Recording setup, video setup, etc. If they're close to me, they could just use mine, you know? But I'm really hoping for some, for finding an artist that's close to me, but I don't know. I like the two last two bands that were close that we had on a lot. So, I don't know. I think it sounds good. I mean, what you want is more of a collaboration team Yeah. If you want music you can stand behind and support. And people that I can stand behind and support. 
Well, I mean, it, like, obviously the personalities all have to kind of drive. Mm-hmm. Which is why I want to have them on the podcast. And the last two bands have been great. I mean, like, the last two guys that I had on the podcast were, like, hilarious and fun and to work with. And it's like, great. I wish that you lived next door. You know? And then I would be like, yes, now. You know? <laughs> like, have you thought more about what your, what your plan would be if you did have to try to do a long distance thing? Yeah, I mean... Kind of like running worst case scenarios. <laughs> like I said, it would be... I think I would want them to record themselves and learn to record themselves if they haven't. Most people that at least have some kind of recording setup. So maybe help to get them set up with that so that they can record stuff and send it to me. Or, you know, worst case, I thought about doing this, was produce... 14 songs, you know, have them maybe write 25 or 30 and I fly out there for a period of time and record the songs Mm -hmm. and then we just release them slowly or have them fly out here or drive out here and we do it out here I'd actually think there'd be a lot more options depending on where they live (laughs) I mean, the last band I talked to was from Iowa (laughs) so I was like, yeah, there's probably more options out here to record Yeah, places with the right gear Mm Mm-hmm better deals out there yeah you might get a better deal out there but finding a studio out there is going to be hard which then would make the deal not so great you know yep I do how do you think I've handled it this year in, in what way I don't know <laughs> in every way I think you've done a lot of research you've gotten really good at like a lot of the video editing over the couple of, the past few years I mean you keep Doing research into different aspects of a label. I think we could probably improve on time management. Uh, I mean, it's hard because my work hours have been awful and we do have the kids at home, so... (sighs) Who needs sleep, right? Right. I do or I'll die. Uh, Same. (laughs) I suppose some of that is going to be like upgrading gear maybe you wouldn't have so many crashes <laughs> what on the computer stuff yeah yeah i mean i've been trying to sell the one i have now so that i can afford a new one <laughs> like even even if i got a step down from what this was way back when like what two years ago way back when <laughs> two years ago like if i got a step down it would still be better <laughs> than i have with uh just the way that the way it works so yeah I am looking to maybe get the the setup updated it's kind of annoying I try to streamline stuff so often that's why I got that little video monitor just so like I can see myself I know whether something's like shooting looking nice and uh, it's just a lot of things you learn when you go you do it are you scared about what I'm doing anyway at all Mm -hmm. how does it make you scared just money? Yeah. Yeah? Mostly. Like what? Just the unknown. Not knowing, like, what. What if you bit off more than you can chew? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely scared about that. 
just scared how it impacts our family yeah. to some extent. Well, to a large extent, really. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, right now, I can only make what I make. <laughs> yeah. And uh, can't really fully support our family and our family goals. That's one of the things with time management. It's like I'm worried. Like when I get up in the morning, I'm like, oh, I don't have enough time. You know, like, I want to spend time with the girls. I want to do this or that. I want to make dinner. I want to, you know, I want to do all these things. But then, like, okay. And I also want to work on this or that. And you just get so many things get thrown into the fire. You're like, ah. <laughs> I've been trying to set up like different online tools for that to like help me remember to do things or do an order, kind of like the, with the video shooting. Like, there are certain things like, I don't know if you've heard like Monday.com or Trello or these other programs, but like there's a new one that I was trying to figure out um, called ClickUp or something. And so I was like, okay, if I batch these things and I have checklists so I can get stuff done in the right order where I don't forget to shoot a thumbnail for my video, I don't forget to do this or that. And then I do it in the order and write a script for things. And like, I think it'll help me out. But it's hard. <laughs> the The learning curve on some of these silly programs is so high. It's kind of like, why don't I just do this on paper <laughs> and print out a sheet every time? Yes. <laughs> but then the paper doesn't also remind you on your phone, like, hey, did you do that thing? <laughs> you know, this is due next week. So. Yeah, but for me, I'll be like on a phone call and I'll get a reminder, and I just have to dismiss it because I'm on a phone call. Mm-hmm. Doesn't come back and remind me again. I think there are certain ways you can set that up to where it will. Oh, probably. <laughs> but, no, I get it. Reminds you every ten minutes. I get it. If you get if you get blinded to it, kind of like when we yes, were in college. Like sign blind. Yeah. <laughs> when we were in college and they were putting, like, signs everywhere and you just didn't, you didn't look at the signs anymore. Like, people put posters all over the walls and you're just like, oh, didn't you see the poster for this class? I was like, what? I don't see any posters anymore, bro. They're all over the wall. <laughs> So, no, I get it. kind of wish this could be put aside until we get our student loans and our house <laughs> taken care of. <laughs> that is a long time. <sighs> but maybe it wouldn't be. Uh, if you put as much enthusiasm in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, like, okay. And dedication. I, I see such an opening right now, though, I know. like, for, for the music industry. It's, especially for like rock music to like jump into and just like be amazing and be like the first to do this like I feel like going down the road is going to miss it you know there's going to be so many a billion others and you'll get lost into the wash later so I don't know this is one that's one of the reasons why I kind of jumped on it this year I was like and this needs to be done now you know well, don't worry. Biden said we have another 100 days. Oh, gosh. Please. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, please. I wonder how political it'll get, too, like, to be for that stuff to where I'm like, okay, great. Because I just saw a girl post that was, like, this punk rock girl the other day. She was like, oh, your your band's live streams are, are not uh, safe because the bands were coming together and they were like, you know, they're trying to social distance and they're trying to wear masks and they're trying to live stream together as a band once a week or something and she's like yelling at them and I'm like oh my gosh people come on like they're just everyone's trying as hard as they can just to 
to live. Survive, you know, like yeah. I hate the politics of it all, of all things like that. that. Everybody's just doing the best they can. Yeah. Who would your spokesperson be? What do you mean, spokesperson? <laughs> I'm just saying. What do you mean by spokesperson? Every company has to have a spokesperson. Oh gosh. I would hope that eventually I could become that, but I don't know. I don't know if I have like the fiber in my being to be that out, like outgoing. Like I love being with my friends or being outgoing in the group of people. I feel like I'm an like an introverted extrovert or extroverted introvert, and or whatever they you would say. So it's kind of a roundup of this year. I feel like I've handled it okay. I feel like I would have done a lot, could have done a lot more, but with the crap going on, I don't know. How much more I could have done. I don't know. Like, I wanted to have a band signed by September. Hmm. So I could go into kind of like the school year. But, obviously, not going to happen. Obviously, didn't happen in September. But Anyway. Thank you for listening and being open about it. <laughs> have I at least proven that, like... I'm not gonna just go out and spend a ton of money and waste it and drive you nuts. <laughs> yes. Do you trust me going forward in this <laughs> next year? Mostly. Right. <laughs> not to say that you won't drive me nuts. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I'm pretty I drive close. myself nuts. I'm right there. <laughs> All right, let's go home.